0: This is WeOn, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. On to West Asia now. Two blasts rocked Jerusalem today. Tensions are high once again. Have a look. This is the first bomb attack on Israeli citizens in over six years. Already we have seen several deadly attacks this year. They involved guns and knives. But the use of explosives is a significant escalation. Both the bombs went off at bus stops in the morning. The first blast happened right at the entrance of Jerusalem. The next bomb went off within half an hour at the city's remote junction. A short while after the attack, five injured arrived to us, two in a critical situation. One was in resuscitation and unfortunately, after an hour of continuous resuscitation, we had to announce his death a short while ago. A 16-year-old has died. At least 14 others are injured. The local police have shared the initial findings. They call the bombings a coordinated attack. The bombs were hidden in bags and the bombs had nails to maximize the impact. Who was behind this attack? We don't know for sure. Some officials in Israel are blaming Palestinian militants. Israel's Minister of Public Security has vowed to hunt down the culprits. I really, really hope that we will catch the terrorist or the terrorists and root out this organization because assuming there is a connection between the events, it is clear that it is something more complex. This was not something done by inspiration. This is not somebody who decided one morning to carry out an attack. I believe that with time we will reach, find and catch, alive or dead, those terrorists. Now, this has been a difficult year for Israel. Between March and May, it has witnessed as many as five attacks. 19 Israelis and foreigners have been killed. Israel's leadership was forced to respond. The Israeli army decided to intensify the raids in the West Bank. That campaign led to the deaths of more than 100 Palestinians. The Palestinians take claim on the West Bank, but Israel has occupied it. The UN still calls this territory as occupied. Just today, scores of Palestinians marched to the streets of the West Bank. They were carrying the coffin of a 16-year-old boy. He was shot dead by Israeli forces. This is my son. When he heard the occupation forces are raiding the area, his friends took him with them and gave him a gun. He went with them to resist, and now he is near God. These incidents of violence have received international attention, especially after the deaths of Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Akleh. She was shot and killed during a raid in May. There is now a heightened threat of more violence, and that's because more hardliners are about to take power in Israel. Benjamin Netanyahu is trying to cobble up a coalition. His far-right allies are expected to receive senior roles within the government. That means tougher action against any incidents of violence. One of the names that has caught everyone's attention is Itmar Ben Gouver. He wants to become the minister for the police force. Already, he has shared some ideas. How will he counter incidents of violence triggered by the pro Palestinian groups? By shooting at them. And I'm not saying this, this is actually what Ben Gouver wants to do. He wants to empower the police officers they could be allowed to shoot at perceived threats. Ben Gouer visited the scene of the blast today. He wants Israel to launch a campaign of targeted assassinations in response. <laughs> He is not the only one provoking the rivals. A spokesman for Hamas today praised the blasts, but he did not take responsibility for them. The Hamas is a powerful political entity in Palestine. It controls the Gaza Strip. But at its core, the group is a militant movement. They are best known for their armed resistance to Israel. So what is Hamas saying about today's blasts? They have linked them to the crimes committed by the Israeli occupation and the settlers. An obvious reference to Israel's raids in the West Bank. In 2021, both Israel and Hamas fought a major conflict. The fighting lasted for a little more than two weeks. Hundreds lost their lives. Thousands were injured. The latest wave of the violence and the hawkish stance by the leaders on both sides is sowing the seeds of yet another confrontation. And we hope this does not lead to another conflict. But until both sides can dial down the tensions, the risk of a war will always be there.